Hello. Hello. If you'd like to listen to Running Commentary ad-free and get access to other exciting advantages. And support us in our dotage. Yes. Subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now. Subscribe to the Plus and get the good stuff from us. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let's run. Go for a little run in the awful morning. It's deep in December now, aren't we? Yes, it's uh, sometimes it's wet. It's wet. It's a wet one this morning. If you, I don't know if it's different weather today or, but sometimes when you're in the house and stuff at the moment, it just feels like it doesn't get light. Yeah. You can see how depressing that would be in the in the far north. Yes. Yeah. 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 SAD is a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, hey ho! Hey ho! Hoppity, ho getting close hoppity, to Christmas. But that's the point of Christmas, isn't it? Yes. Bit it's of hibernation. Yeah. Hole up against. Chill out. The whole thing. Hibernate. Relax. I was thinking about that since we spoke last week. I think that's just a couple of things. I've had some. I've had some realizations. Go on then. Yeah. Bl- blow. Sure. Go too soon. You know, we barely started, and I'm about to hit you up with high-end wisdom. Go on then. Right. First of all. Yeah. We always talk about the uh, training for the training. Yeah. Which is a really interesting kind of subtle thing, and I think it's very relevant to your MDS situation. Yeah. But I just suddenly realised. I just think that's a really healthy way to think about it because it's bigger than us. True, it's really complicated if you're training. Say you've got a marathon in the middle of January. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Da, 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 that. You've got to really reframe your thinking around that. But I think that, you know, we're all deep down. We're all seasonal. Particularly up here in Northern Europe. Yes. And I think that running at this time of year, it can be a bit difficult. Going back to the Q&A, the thing about motivation. It absolutely can, yeah. It's so reasonable to just... Just try and keep your hand in. Not want to run so much in the winter. For a few weeks, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's the winter solstice. It's not nothing. The even though the is seizing up. Even though it's important to remember that while you're resting, your rivals are out training. <laughs> <laughs> kind of step to rivals my Rivals never there, sleep. <laughs> so you are losing ground. Losing ground. <laughs> I think, and I think it's a real double thing, isn't it? Because that's the thing is, that's what training for the training is. It's that sense of that kind of running while you're not. I was going to say running while ticking you're not over. running, but that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, sort of ticking, ticking over. Yeah. Pre-starting the training blocks. It's a bit yeah. like imagine a lovely roaring bonfire, and then 
if you're really clever, you could be one of those people who could cover that over with turves. Yes. And it just sort of glows and gives off a gentle heat. Yes, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. In the morning, you come and take them off, and there it is, it's still roaring. Yeah, it's. That's uh, what you could do with your running in December, is cover it over with turves. Yeah, it's sort of. Uh, it's sort of like. The tendency is to hibernate and eat loads, but the odd run, it's, it's like a, a sort of reminder of spring summer athleticism isn't it it's yeah. quite refreshing yeah yeah it's a little uh, yeah corrective a bit of a bracer a little message to yourself and it's i think yeah. it's really important to remember that because if you don't you can end up in ed gamble's words beating yourself with the stick of it yeah it's, it's, it would be so easy to go for a short run on a day like today yeah i think oh i really should have done 12 yeah so let it go yeah. Do it next year. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I'm one with the wind and sky. Yeah. I want to watch Frozen, but it isn't really a Christmas film. It's a wintry film, you know? Well, it isn't even winter, really. It's, it's only magic that leads to Arendelle being frozen. I mean, it's the whole point, isn't it? <laughs> <coughs> How's your Christmas film season going? I thought I heard a bit of a uh, bit of road rage there coming down from the hill. Yes, um, uh, there was some trouble. A bit of, bit of, bit of shouting. Yeah. It's going fine. Yeah, it's going fine. I mean, I, I watched, uh, I rewatched the holiday. We watched that. Every oh, we did that. Week. Great. Yeah, the holiday is always fantastic. Deeply underrated film. Yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? That one. It's sort of. Yeah, I just love it so much. So, uh, so that's a biggie. We'll be watching It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. We're going to see this wonderful life at the cinema. Yeah. For the nine minutes time. Yeah, that's always always great. good. Yeah, it is. It's and then after brilliant. Christmas and the new year. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to my wife about this when we were booking up. So, so lovely. Right on the, I think it's Christmas Eve Eve when we see this wonderful life. Yeah. And then in the first week of January, another family trip to the cinema. We can all go and see Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring, ring. And we're going to see uh, a Christmas Carol sort of theatre production at uh, Ali Pali. Oh, I thought really you were going to say Mitch Ben. No, no, no. <laughs> He's done his one-man version, isn't he? Yeah, he is for, for, for charity. Yeah. It's quite tempted by that. And, you know, if he, <laughs> here's my charity. Mitch Ben doing his one-man Dickinson's bike from his own cut Christmas carol for a homelessness charity. Sounds great. West London. Oh, that is far. Yeah. <laughs> is it the one with Keith Allen? It is the one with Keith Allen. Yeah, yes. I saw a big poster at Vinsley yeah. Park. That's yeah. quite a... Uh, I really like the casting and I like the way he's become an elder statesman in that yes. way. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It should be good fun. That would be excellent. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nice theatre space, isn't it? My old, old friend. Do you remember I told you I saw my friend in uh, Dr. Semmelweis with Mark Rylance? Oh, yeah. I saw him as, uh, not, not Mark Rylance, my friend Felix Hayes, as uh, Scrooge in uh, Bristol uh, nice. a couple of years ago. Right. He's very good, but it's a funny one because, uh, well, it totally suits the production, but Felix... He's a little bit younger than me, but he's not that much younger than me, but he just never ages. Yeah. He's one of the younger Scrooges, nice, younger looking yeah. <laughs> Scrooges I've ever seen. But of course they played, it really fit the production because they did the, it's got flashbacks and everything, isn't it? I, uh, I saw Tim Vine in Plastic Elvis last night. Oh yeah. Which, uh, amazing to actually go out on a Monday. It's one of those, it was in the diary for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really had to force ourselves oh, out. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? It's, it's amazing to me that how much people go out. Yeah. 
because I think because of what we do, if I ever get the chance to stay in, yeah, I just sort of heartily embrace it. I also think, but, but it's never wasted when you go. It's like a run. You never feel stupid, really. Yeah, no, it's it was just good fun. It was amazing. No, I think it's true, and I think you also sidestep the fact that it it is age, or yeah. to put it another way, maturity that makes us yeah. want to stay in. And yeah. I think that you're right. I think it's like it's exactly like a run these days. I mean, me and my wife, we're actually quite good at going out because we, when we think, oh, I don't want to, you're like, of course you don't want to. Yeah. And you just carry on getting ready. And you just go out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's Godfather 2 last week. I did turn into a very late night and I got ill, so. Yeah. You know. I mean, and it wasn't remastered. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, last night was late and you end up eating late and that's when my stomach's a bit of a mess today. But it was so what was Tim Vine? What was the thing? It was his sort of... Tribute to Elvis, yeah, yeah, but comedic and touching, and he's just such a brilliant performer. Yeah, nice. Uh, his, his brother was there, old Jeremy. Would you like to see Tim as Scrooge? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was. Uh, yeah, he was a big Elvis fan as a kid. Yeah, that comes over the mu- the, the, the band's really super tight. Yeah, he's got a decent enough voice to carry it off. Yeah, well, he's very musical, isn't he? You, you forget that yeah. from the nature of his act. Yeah, he, I actually. Uh, Proud to say, one of the great moments in my game show beat this was when Tim sang Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence in the Style of Elvis. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy the Silence. Yeah, he's a real, <laughs> he's just a real showman. It was just yeah. completely feel good. Hey, hey. Yeah, mate, just a brilliant experience, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well worth it. Oh, that's good. Well, exactly, it's a classic thing of getting out. And again, it brings us around to this Christmas thing, you know. It's about, the whole point of it is about nesting. I was going to talk to you about that anyway. And then when you said about staying in, I have this thing now in winter with pubs. Right. We used to pass a pub. I'm thinking of one. There's one if you get off the train in Farnham yeah. and go to do the gig at the Maltings Arts Centre. Right. You go down a reasonably quiet road, kind of place where you know you're in quite a moneyed town yeah. if the pub on it is still open. Right. And yeah. uh, halfway down there, there's this pub. And when you're there in winter and it's cold or it's raining, those kind of glowing windows, even though what it's glowing with is, you know, bright lights and... Lager pumps and Sky Sports. There's still a kind of Dickensian invitation. Yeah, there is absolutely. But I think as as one gets older, no, as I get older, I really enjoy thinking that's for people younger than me. Yeah. Sometimes going to there's some really hip little places have sprung up around where I live. Right. And the kids that go, they're not young. They're probably. 30s. Yeah. But they'll often be searching, looking for the next thing in their lives. Yeah. Looking for lo- searching, looking for love. And it's just such a relief well, you sort to of, not be on that quest. Well, you recreate that Dickensian thing at home, don't you, sort of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's sense of a haven. fundamental. I think it's absolutely, I mean, I think Dickens was great at it, but I think it's a product of the mini ice age of the. 19th century that I think it's really to do with uh, a very primal sense of surviving the winter. Yeah. You know, I think, and it's all combined, it's all tied in with nesting and the home and how, that's why Winterville, it just makes so much sense. The idea of 
putting something evergreen into your living room, putting little warm, bright lights, yeah. eating stodgy food. It's a morning magpie. It's a, it's a winter defense festival. Yeah. You know? And when you look into Scandinavian mythology and stuff, you know, it's all about lights and wrapping it warm and staying in and people sort of foolishly going out chasing things, you know. Oh, I'll just go out and do this, just kind of stay in. But that's and why it ties so in. And when it gets warmer, when it gets more summer, the whole concept of home as a physical thing becomes so much vaguer. That's the wonderful thing about summer places is that the, the social places don't have walls. Yeah. You're inside, yeah. you're outside, who cares? Yeah. It's beautiful. But that's why running during the winter is such a sort of countercultural and bracing thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's sort of, you're doing what other people don't. And it's just nice to feel that contrast, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I went out to the shops last night just after, after work, you know, sort of six, seven o'clock. And it was a horrible night. It was very cold, rainy. The roads are full of angry drivers whizzing and kind of going, like that road rage you just yeah. heard. Yeah. And uh, I saw so many runners. Yes. So impressed with them. That means they've yeah, so much got home from work. Yeah. Got some running clothes on and got out of the door into the dark and the cold and the wet. I'm so impressed. Because it's so... Because going for a run does give you a different kind of pleasure to the stodge out, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because let's face it, although even on an evolutionary level, it makes sense. Most of us who are not old or infirm or, whatever, or, po or, or poor. Film quote for you, Gene Hackman in The, the Quick and the Dead. I'm not sick. Yeah. Or old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we're not threat we're not our lives aren't threatened by winter. No, no, that's right. So that's right. It's nice to embrace. It does change the meaning of stir up Sunday and uh, eating cake yeah. on the festival and indeed later things in the season, Lent or whatever, Ramadan, the times when we fast are historically to do with times when you can't eat or it's unwise to eat. Yeah. And generally we're yeah, we're first world Westerners. Yeah. We can have cake we whenever right. we like. Yeah, there's a lot. And that does slightly play against that, doesn't it? It's true. The other thing about running, though, and I'm not, I'm not trying to start a culture war here, but I think at this time of year, headphones can be a saviour. Right. It's really nice just having done the Q&A episodes. A number of people who said specifically that they went out and did long runs in the cold and were accompanied by a Q&A, you know? Right, yeah, Because, yeah, of yeah. course, we always want this to feel like a conversation you're in. You know, if we had the technology for you to actually chip in right now... We'd have it. We'd be doing it. Yeah. But, you know, so I think the, the, that moment, as the weather really turned, when the Q&A, which is such a dialogue with the, you, dear listener... And, uh, and also difficult running. It's almost like, um, I was thinking about this coming up to you as well because I ran to pool today. Yeah. Listening to music and I was also running slow. It was cold and wet. I stopped and put my hood up and put my raincoat on. And the songs that came on were really good and really kind of classic, not particularly, it, I wasn't listening to pumping tunes, you know. I was listening to really familiar, yeah, cozy stuff. And it's a bit like that cozy winter hearth 
um, thing is like your head. Yeah. You know, you get that, that cozy winter living room can be just between your ears. And that's a, there's a, it's a bit twisted, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. You let the running look after itself. Totally. I suppose a better analogy is when you, when it's a beautiful, sunny, but very, very cold day and you're in a car. And you can find yourself thinking, I wish I was out on a walk. And you think, no, no, this is the right place because I can see it. Yeah. But I'm not cold. <laughs> and and, and uh, have you recovered from what became a bout of the old COVID? Yeah, that's right. It's fun that we have this COVID, COVID on the heath. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, yeah, that, that, all that little, completely better. That little cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That little cold is a little bout. It's funny, new isn't it? Seasonal arrival. We're talking about this, how obviously it was not in any way psychosomatic. It was living COVID. But on the other hand, it was tempting to go, oh, poor me. I got a cold on my birthday. Yeah. But actually, I kind of booked that in. Do you know what I mean? I had that really intense health month. The year's wrapping up. When that virus came along, I was like, yeah, come to me. Have you it got is my time. Hit me hard. Have you got any... Uh kind of chain of where it might have come from or it just I reckon just I've got it from on the, the train back from Wales right there's a lot of people on the train a lot of kids and you know kids they're all a lot of infection sometimes they're catching Covid making out with one another coughing and sneezing willy nilly you know kids um but I don't realise, I feel a bit stupid. I don't know if I've ever acknowledged this before. Tell me if I have. Yeah. I don't think I have. I'm just going to get a picture of this. It looks great. Yeah, it's just it's nice. like we're going into Narnia. As Ooh. the leaves fall off the tree, that lamppost you're next to, it's a real kind of statement piece. Look, uh, hello, Mr. Tomnus. See, that's another, is it a Christmas story or isn't it? Father Christmas is in it, but like Frozen... Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe is all about the seasons going all out of whack, isn't it? Anyway, what was I saying? You're saying you... I always get a terrible, terrible cold in December. Every year. So, oh. is that the... Well, I mean, there was a sudden change of temperature, wasn't there? Yeah. Around then, yeah. That's right, but I always... You remember when we came back from that god-awful cruise? Yes, yeah, yeah. And I got ill on the plane. I was ill by the time I got to London. Very ill. Yeah. Um... Last year when I went to Glasgow, got the yeah. flu on the way, and so on and so forth. I keep thinking of times in that? winter when I was off to do gigs. So what is that then? Well... Tired at the end of the year? What and, is uh, yeah, I think so, because you said sometimes people who know me well, and this includes you, you say, yeah, but you might want to slow down a bit, mate. Yeah. And I always think when I hear that, I think, I'm all right. Yeah. What are you talking about? Jog, I remember jog. talking to Barbara Nice at the Edinburgh Festival when I was doing three shows. Yeah. And as many other gigs as I could and training for Berlin. And I was really proud. I said to her, I think I'm going to get to 100 gigs by the end of the month. And she said, yeah, well, don't have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> It's wisdom, isn't it? Try and avoid that. But I think that I don't, uh, you know, it's not just you who knows me. Listeners will understand that I'm pretty uh, stoic, stubborn, yeah, unimaginative, have stamina, 
we can express this in a positive or a negative way. It's in my yeah, nature I, I to just plug on. I think and it's essentially positive. Yeah. And then uh, I get to the end of the year, and also we were already talking about it. You get to beginning of November, and you think I could still do so much this year. Yeah. And you get to the end of November and think, Wow, maybe, where's it gone? Is it yeah. The, yeah, is yeah, it yeah. actually time to regroup before January? <laughs> and that's it, me. When I think it's probably just time to regroup, my body will latch onto the nearest germ or virus and go into a cosy, yeah. temporary, necessary state it. of collapse. And often, because of our job, I'll end up in some promoter's back bedroom for five days yeah. with four rolls of toilet tissue <laughs> going, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. So there you go, that's my the old birthday stroke Christmas gift to myself. And oh. my whole family, hooray! Ooh. This is it's quite dangerous, very, uh, treacherous, isn't it? It's very wet underfoot today. Real, real splodgeathon. Yeah, talking about uh, things I wanted to do before the end of the year was try to uh, launch on Instagram. Got my, uh, got Rudy to to work on the big launch, cutting Just up footage and stuff. Yeah. There's other people around who I checked out. Like I know at one comic who paid a substantial amount of money to someone to do like 18 clips or whatever. Yeah. I told Rudy I'll pay you a lot less, but you know, to do one each, whatever. I'll give I'll ten pound a clip, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you do get a less efficient service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, as yet unlaunched. I don't think that's just funny. <laughs> and you had some photos done as well, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Instagram pending. In terms of what we've been talking about, training for the training, you've also been there. Uh, it is some slightly good, bad timing for some career galvanising stuff, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's sort of getting ready for 2024, I suppose. I, yeah. I, I, I had a photo session. Yeah. I mean, there was times where I thought... I'm never going to have another photo session in my life. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just like, that's it now. You can yeah. have a look at me in 2008 and that'll just do forever. What's funny as well is that a lot of comedians are very serious and they have to really work to... Uh, I think sometimes photographers have to say to the comedian, do something stupid so that people who see the photo know that it's funny. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. as anyone who's ever taken a photo of you knows... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, hard to go the other way. It's a natural yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to do some poses that we can actually use at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he was really good fun. And I know him as well, Steve Best. Yeah. Good fun. Oh, but, uh, uh, He's uh, a comic. He knows comic, comics. Um, yeah, that's right. He's a very funny man. Yeah, so we had a good laugh. Here you go. Do so one of your serious faces for this photo. That's it. Serious. <laughs> they can use that yeah. for your spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Get you an acting role with that one. It is funny though, isn't it? Like the sort of the photo shoot thing. Yeah. It's quite taxing in its way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We managed an hour, and by the end of an hour, I was, I had had enough. Yeah, and often you know. the good ones, good we'll ones end up being the ones in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the ones that catch you off beat. No, I've got one that Have gets you used quite a lot. I think yeah. that um, my agent at the time decided it was a good one and slightly went round me to include it or whatever. Yeah. So it still turns out it's quite recent. I like <laughs> the T-shirt, yeah. all this stuff. But I definitely never signed off on it because I, exactly like you say, I can see in the picture 
that I don't like it, that I'm saying, right. yes, can we stop this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it in my own eyes. It's funny, that one. But then it? other people can't necessarily see Well, it's funny because Steve best put a photo of me on Facebook as a little sort of, we've had a photo session thing. And um, people were saying, oh, you, you know, you're looking good or you've still got it. It's like... Have I? I just like an old bloke. Do you know? You just see your age, don't you? Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You, it's like it is. Uh, and also, I'm sort of. I'm really not of that type of person who puts a photo on Facebook Sorry. so that Thank people you. can say how how good they look. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's not no. who, that's not who I am at all. At all. <laughs> no. Let's go down here. No, completely. But you know, Steve did it, and that's fine. But it's like. Well, as I say, you're a natural comic, but I think our audience might be slightly surprised at how your silliness is a, it's an unusual quality. It's, it's more, it's like when I do jokes in life, yeah. jokes in the dressing room, you know, 100% of the time people say, save it for the stage. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah. you don't know me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. me talking. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, uh, Same with you, only with Gurning and being really stupid. Yeah. It's, it's more of a dad thing, a, thing a than a comedian thing. thing. Yeah, I think And I mean that is. in the best yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but it's just one of those things you have to do, isn't it? Every now and again, you've got to get photos done. Yeah. That's it. Go get your headshots. I was saying to because I messaged uh, Sean Walsh yesterday morning. I said, I said, should I take props to the photo shoot? Yeah. And he said, well, what is, it, is it for a tour? I said, no, it's, it's just headshots. And then I said, I'll just have my head. <laughs> That's the main ingredient, yeah, isn't it? But you took it tucked underneath yeah. your arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did. Just take underneath his arm. Just take your best. <laughs> well, it makes you think, did I tell you the other day? Tell me if I've already said this. Um, some of the, uh, <laughs> talking of using comedy for social currency, as we sort of were, yeah. i.e. in the dressing room, in the family, rather than that gig. Yeah. My son has tried out a couple of his great-grandfather, my granddad Roberts's party tricks right. at university. All right. And according to him, they've gone well. Oh, that's good. And it's so lovely. That's good, keeping on the family those tradition. those to be kept yeah. alive. My Welsh granddad, Hugh Roberts, Robbie Roberts. Right. I'm his namesake. And... Uh, I'm thinking about him a couple of times this week because, you know, he used to be the absolute life and soul of Christmas. person you could be guaranteed to do something really stupid that you weren't expecting, you know? Yeah. The guy who would... They're worth a wait, aren't they, those people? Yeah. He's the one who'd sneeze at the Christmas dinner table and 18 quid in change would fall <laughs> out of his face into the bowl. <laughs> it's like, oh, I think I got the shilling... And uh, the funny, two things that made me think of it. One, I had a memory come up, I think a year ago, two years ago. I drove, of all things, along the M4 flyover oh, yeah. in December. Oh. It must be someone, surely. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we should take it over there. You ask them. Or maybe just leave it. Should we leave it on the thing? Yeah, they just they might it might be theirs. So yeah, maybe the yeah, just leave it in it. Or it's us. I'll go and ask. Bomb. That's <laughs> a weird place to leave <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, he's got oh, he's he's Oh, we found a we found a, a rogue rucksack in the middle of the 
path looking a bit lonely. Rob's gone some Excuse me, guys. There's a rucksack in the path over there. Is that yours? Shall I bring it over here? I just, we just. Okay, yeah. There's a rucksack over there, just right in the middle of the path, and we wonder if it's one of your guys. So let's see where the dog is. It's like a camouflage rucksack. Is it any of yours? We just wonder whether it's yours or the kids. We just uh, don't know. I mean, we're being a bit busybody. Oh. It's beyond the van, yeah. No worries. Yeah. No worries, it's all right. We, we might bring it slightly closer to you in case anyone comes looking for it. I'll maybe leave it on the bench, though, behind the, yeah. behind the van. Yeah. Oh, we'll leave it on the bench we'll behind the van. Yeah, 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 we'll do yeah. that. We'll do that, no worries. Community notes. This is pretty dull for listeners, but I think we on the are bench. taking care of business. I don't think we should put it on the bench behind the van because anyone who comes to the cafe won't see it. All right, okay. I'll maybe stick it on top of the van just to annoy the people around the van. Well, that's not a bad idea, though, is it? Because you'd <laughs> yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah. What's happened here? It must have fallen off a pushchair. How to turn a good deed into something really annoying. It looks like a kid's rucksack. Maybe it is. I hope yeah. it, I think it's fallen. Yeah, I reckon it's someone with a pushchair and it's fallen. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't come out in the photo, does it? You can't see it. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? Yeah. Is there anywhere to hang it on that um, lamppost? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Let's, let's it would be less wet then, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's definitely a kid's thing. Good idea, yeah. Is there any uh, money in it so we can put it in, in, a, in a bank <laughs> just to invest? It is Christmas. <laughs> See, if you were up there, they won't be able to get it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. Or maybe here. Maybe just there. Yeah. What about that? Oh, yeah. Good. Maybe go there. Yes. They'll see it. Helping out. Helping. Helping people. One and all. Good helping deeds at Christmas. Be good people. He, thank goodness, because he's making a list, checking it twice. Yeah. Someone immediately. Oh, hey, oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Sorry. Hasn't. Someone immediately. Someone's like, where's my bag? Who's in my bag? We hung it on the sign. If anyone asks you, it's hanging on the signboard there. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, where was I? M4 flyover. <laughs> I think she was a bit annoyed with us. I got she the impression was, she was annoyed with us. I think she was and really she was, and she desperate was to tell us not to walk along the path because it was too close to the dangerous tree yeah, surgery, yeah. which in okay. turn was pretty low level in both senses of the words. And which we weren't doing. Yeah. No. Yeah, she was... Uh, I, 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 think we were the, I think we were in a bit of a sort of eight-mile version of Virtue Signal Off. There was yeah. us with a bag, and there was her with the environment, and we had a kind of. Do you know what I mean? There's a bit yeah, of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a. There was. She was a bit annoyed. Flash. There was a bit annoyed that we were. We were. We were do. We were do gooding. Yeah. Um, well, particularly because we were running. Yeah, because we we're running as well. High gate. Yes, we were running as. So we're running as well. So by virtue of that, we we're already inherently better than her. I had that the other. Day. <laughs> oh, he's done it again. I had that the other day. I was on the towpath between. Uh, um, Victoria Park and Broadway Market. Yeah. And there was two women coming the other way. Right. And they were walking. Yeah. I was running. Yeah. I was very aware of them. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a claim, but Paul will back me up. I'm always very aware of where everyone is. Super aware. Yeah, too aware. Some, some, sometimes I find it almost comic how aware you are. Yeah. Which I, is I, fair enough. I mean, it's, it's just a thing. testament to our different natures. Yeah. Nevertheless, you know, in full disclosure... People bring agendas. I was looking at my phone. Right. I wasn't scrolling Facebook. I was 
working out how far I had to go in view of running a faster mile, something like right, that. Right, okay, yeah. I was attending to my run. So you've been running whilst holding your phone? Yes. Right. Momentarily. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two women, older women, walking the other way. And I had space, don't know. You mustn't characterize them in a negative no. way. Because I'm about to. Anyway, so I said to you, and then you said to me, no, no. So stop there a second. Yeah. Come in the other way. Yeah. You're me. You're running, looking at the phone. You are, of course. So you want me to, I'm running. Yeah, you're running. But, but don't, because yeah. I have to run backwards to tell yeah. the story. So freeze. Freeze the run. All right. They're walking here. Yeah. There's enough room. There's enough more Plus, I've taken the canal side. She went like that. What to stop you? Well, it was like, look, think about it, because wow. you're in our personal space. Wow. And it was some of the most powerful. So, so, so Rob there she put his hand across Almost across my body. Yeah, pointing out, but pointing at nothing. Kind of. Do you know what? I, I would have taken that as an attack and gone into a keto mode. <laughs> she might have found herself in the canal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to do judo. You get an arm like that, you take yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Use weight. Bang, use weight. bang, and floosh. Yeah. But, um. Yellow belt. The yellow belt might have kicked in. I just really felt, I, d I don't know, if you probably literally was saying, look, there's a bird to a friend, and I was freaking out and being paranoid. But no, it no, felt no, like no. she was saying, careful you don't get into our personal space by massively invading my personal space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, she was. Uh, it was full yeah, on. Yeah, it, 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 it can be pretty tough out there. People there's still some, there's still, just, ju just as there's still. Preemptive runner hatred? Yeah, ju just as there's still some remnants of COVID behaviour going on, yeah. which is completely up to the individual. And running Vis-a-vis -vis well. round masks, etc. That's whatever you want to do. And but it still remains around running a little bit. And as people well. have communities as well, don't they? I Hostility. Mean, I can really reasonably understand if that woman's previously been actually irritated and crowded by a runner. Yeah. But I can also say it wasn't me. Yeah. And it's the same yeah. as Hashtag when people get angry with all cyclists. Not all runners, yeah. Because yeah. they've seen a cyclist jumping the lights. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't that cyclist. You can't no. do it. You can't carry it over. No. You're not in a in a club. Well, some of us are in clubs. So and cyclists are often in clubs. They, I can't, I'm not, my point is getting it's tangled the same up. With, uh, on a lighter level, uh, Israel versus Palestine. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Steve, 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 do something. Steve, Steve. Any noise. <laughs> <laughs>This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I was reminded how low on the food chain of societal status comics were at the weekend. Right, why? Did a club in the middle of town. Yeah. Uh... Not getting paid a lot. Obviously, I accept the gig. That's fine, but barely—it's it's a December gig, so yeah, barely nudging the nipple of three figures. Hundred, right. hundred quid yeah. for the middle of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rammed gig, so rammed that um, there's nowhere for the comics to be, to sit. What was the gig? To have a space. It was under the arches, come Oh yeah. Um, and it, and it was quite a lovely gig, but it was like, and then some people came in late. And they were chatting loads and really disruptive. Complete failure of the staff to do anything at all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just complete disengagement. Yeah. Acting like... Not their problem. Acting like we were a pain for suggesting that maybe someone should have a word with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, we've got nowhere to stand. We're not getting paid. There's this disruptive element that you're not... I don't mean to get all Roy Keane on it, but just do your job. You, know? you can't run you know a I mean? big comedy gig and make loads of money and not have some security. Yeah, so... Yeah, the same so way, you, you don't run a pub without security. Yeah, I, I mean, not we dealt... a big popular pub. We dealt with <laughs> it. We dealt with it, and uh, I stormed it. And that's the iron, ironic thing, isn't it? Once you storm it, you don't really care how much you get yeah, paid. Yeah. But it's just like, I was just... We were just laughing at the, the comics of, like, we're there in a, in a corner getting ripped off not getting protected and it's just like it's just so well um, what do know, we want respect something where do we want it ah! new ideas you know there's a lot of wear tonks a lot of a lot of uh, move your legs a little bit faster yeah but here's one for the t-shirts in the new year nobody puts tonks in the corner yeah you don't put me in the corner because I did come out fighting I came out. I just took it all on. All the heckles. I just. I just had it all over them. Yeah. And that was good fun. That's a good laugh. Because <laughs> the poor compare um, oh, was dealing with a, a really serious kind of family situation. One yeah. of those where really they, they shouldn't be gigging at the moment because it's so serious. Oh, like off stage. Yeah, off stage. Oh, I see so what you're I thought you meant the, the family and the thing. No, 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 no. No, because uh, and obviously that's like part when I was ill. That's part of the job. You've got to just do it. But we still, don't cancel gigs. I mean, no. you do, but yeah, people I don't. Do, yeah. And it's wisdom in a way. You know, I'm sort of taking the mickey there, but actually, sometimes you should. Yeah. Because it's work, isn't it? Yeah, I'm getting a bit more... Uh, Bullish vis-a-vis gigs. I'm just gigging more now. Just gig, gig, gig. Because uh, gig, 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 I'm gig. not working with McIntyre anymore. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't got as much money. But, um, a, I did a charity gig for the homeless Yeah. the other day. Yes, yes, yes. And um, it didn't sell that many tickets because uh, McIntyre was on in the city on the same night. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. helping a homeless Michael? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's entirely his fault. He's, he's big, probably isn't? quite the opposite. It was the foolish of the He's people. a really big comic. He's done really well. He's done very well. He's done really, and really all thanks well. to you. He's done really, really well. You see well. him tumble now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He's on the way yeah. down. 
Yeah. So there I was. Yeah. On the M4 flyover. Reveling in Christmas memories. Yeah. Because we used to get up in the morning, open the presents. My dad would give us... You know, it's so unfair to pull that manoeuvre when my mum does all the meals forever. Right. And is going into the kitchen to make the meal of the year. Yeah. But nevertheless, my dad would have this moment of heroism as, as the uh, incredible slew of presents began to abate. Yeah. He'd turn up with a plate of toast like something out of the Beano. Right. Like about a foot high with toast. Yeah. And here's the genius manoeuvre. Me and my brother would... Wail into that like, toast, toast, toast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in fantastic Real Mr. Treat. Fox. Yeah. He'd come in with this superb maneuver, stack of toast in two hands. Nice. He'd refill the plate. Like it, yeah. Whoa, what a move. The hero. What a hero. The hero of the day. Never mind who's in the kitchen slaving away. That's the hero. That's the real That's hero. That's the real hero, yeah. But the thing is, I always wanted to do that. And my kids toast. just aren't that bother for toast. Yeah. Damn it. And well, my nan and granddad. My mum's mum and dad would be there because they stayed over and babysat. Yeah. But my dad's mum and dad are still in Fulham at this point. Right. So we'd jump in the car and drive in from out towards the airport where I grew up. Yeah. Into Fulham. Flum. To pick up the... Uh, Flip flop. My dad to pick up his mum and dad. Nice. And, family. Uh, family. Here I am driving along the M4 thinking, they're funny it's those Christmas da- Day. They're funny those days, driving on Christmas Day. It's quite nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. it's wonderful. Also, really strange kind of um, uh, time factor. Yeah. Because part of it is being kids and getting up incredibly early. Yeah. Presence things seem to take about half a day. Yeah. And then you'd be eating toast and getting dressed and kind of talking about your presents for about half a day. Yeah. And then he'd say, right, we'll go out and go and get Nan and Granddad. And then that trip to go and get them take about half a day. Yeah. And then my mum would say, listen, it's, it's the 1970s. We're entirely unreconstructed. I'll stay here in the kitchen doing the thing. Why don't you guys go to the pub? For half a day. Go to the pub for about half a day. <laughs> Come back for lunch about half one. Yeah. I don't know how we did it. Yeah. Like a TARDIS. Big days, big days, yeah. So good. It's funny, it made me think of uh, the kids not liking toast. It reminded me of the uh, the guy who's uh, running my Instagram account. Yeah. He likes toast. He, he tends to wake up about one in the afternoon and he just goes, coffee. Coffee, just really deep. Just as a, just before he starts working, you know, co- just to really get him in the mind space. So I'll get him some coffee and then I'll get him uh, egg on toast every day. Right. And that really propels him into, you know, launching the account, you know. Yeah. One clip. I've got one clip. <laughs> you meant, you meant to always have 20 in the bag. That's what I've been advised. Always have 20 in the bag to go, ready to go. Yeah. But I can't really launch with one clip. It doesn't, it doesn't really affect the algorithm, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got we'll t- get there, we'll get there. I've got a TikTok account now. <laughs> and my strap line on TikTok is, I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the funny thing is, if we can just get our Instagram and TikTok to have a few clips of us doing comedy, all we need is to catch us at a gig vaguely bullying someone in the audience. Yeah, go viral. That's it. Yeah. We'll be super famous. But you see, the thing is, we don't need that kind of fame, Paul, because we've got these people. Yes. Our real friends. We're, well, well, we've got the woods. No, I meant the people listening to the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. No. But you can't buy the woods, can you? You can't no. buy a run in the woods in the winter. 
And like you say, you never regret it. In fact, what I love about that, look at this, just where we are. Yeah. This, uh, they've made a, a, a kind of makeshift hedge, I think, to let the woodland floor grow. And look, have you seen what they've made it of? Christmas trees. Old Christmas trees. Old Christmas trees, yeah. Old Christmas trees, old Christmas trees, they chucked them down in the forest. Granted Roberts. Yeah. The other reason he was in my mind. Yeah. Apparently, some news story, I was only half listening, it was on the radio today. There's, they're going to let people have beards in the army, or did they already let people have beards in the army? Maybe it was a historical thing. Let people do what? Have beards in the oh, army. All right, okay. Because remember when I was little, you weren't allowed to be a police, a policeman Sean. and have a beard. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. Oh, Shawnee. Because it was, it was his uh, anniversary recently, the Sean Hughes bench in uh, yeah. Highgate Woods. Oh gosh, that dog coming through was quite... Yeah. Something wasn't always it? got a flower. People do look after it. It's, 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 I want to classify it as a shrine, but it is tended. Well, it's a shrine, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it isn't. It's a different kind of shrine. Yeah. Bless him, old Sean. And that made me think of. Uh, I remember Sean. Sean, it's Shane. Shane McGowan. Yeah, of uh, course, Shane McGowan recently. Yeah. I remember when Sean went. I remember there was a very sort of. Beautiful pink purple sky over Crouch End. Yeah. Just that day, it was really unusual. Like taken too taken too soon. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. 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 Taken too soon. Well, and couldn't stop drinking. Bless him. And that is the thing of Christmas as you get older. I mean, yeah. Like the one of the things it's nice to be old enough that you don't desperately crave other people's glowing Dickensian windows to get behind because you've got your own. Yeah. And I and in some cases with your own crew of people behind them you want to be with, you know? Yeah. But on the other hand, you have to spend that time thinking of the the people who've gone on, the people who've gone yeah. before. Yeah. The people you've lost, particularly if they were central to your Christmas. And yeah. uh, and again that's all part of it, isn't it? That's the whole point. It's this balance of you know, Christmas is that balance between the cosy um, staying in and the bleak going out. Yeah, the joy and the melancholy, isn't it? Yeah. Joy and the melancholy. Yeah. Exactly. A, and of course, there's a dance. We have our own had. relationship with it, but you, and sometimes it gets a bit heated, like online and stuff. But it's so important to remember, and this is um, skewed by. You know, adverts and capitalism and everything is that it means so, such different things to different people. You yeah. Know? For all kinds of reasons. Yeah. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a religious difference. You don't have to be achingly lonely. Yeah. <laughs> Those are just two examples. It just means, it just means all kinds of things. And that's why for me, it just got to, it has to go, tie in with down there to the, when, to the when we are in the year and what the world is like, you know? Yeah. Whatever a bit of holding up with peace and joy means to you, that's what you've got to do. Yeah. Without stamping all over someone else's interpretation, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's only... Passage of time can really be measured in beards, can't it? It was funny. I was, I was sort of contemplating getting a beard the other day. Wow. I, I mean, every so often, <laughs> <I> <laughs> that's that's a good response. Yeah. Um, it would look it, like it would look it. completely absurd. 
But uh, it's, I don't know, I just thought, why not? I don't know, I might become one of those beardy people. You should get a really big grey one, like David Letterman. Yeah, I, 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 should, oh, definitely, I should definitely get one for the Marathon de Sabla. Yeah. Definitely, definitely beard up for that, because you're advised to get a beard, because it's so hot and everything. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like a beard to keep you Yeah, cool. to keep the heat out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is accurate beard law. Um, yeah, it's funny also, the big bushy beard, I mean, don't get me wrong, that would look great on you and as a statement on <laughs> would, an older guy. Ridiculous. But the big bushy beard on a young man, yeah. I remember when it came along, it's like, what? What's going on? But now, what? that's old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's millennial. And, uh, and then before that, like... I saw a photo of, you know, it's a photo from not that long ago. Well, what to us seems like not that long ago. 90s, you know? Yeah. Photo that looks fashion-wise like, you know, some of the outfits you'd see now, the people in the photo young, da-da-da. Yeah. Just a massive <laughs> photo from a party. Not a beard in the room. Not a beard in sight. In fact, not just beards, no facial hair. Yeah, not a beard, no facial hair. Whereas now yeah. you've got unironic, you know, really neat beards and moustaches yeah. that don't make any st- social statement. They're not ironic. Those neat tashes are weird, coded. They? they are. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? I always find any kind of facial hair that takes lots of care yeah. to be an odd one. It's like if you're going to just like shave or don't shave. But that's very me. It's very simplistic. Well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm like that. I'm like no beards, no tats. That, that's, that's on my Tinder profile. Yeah, yeah. Swipe left or whatever. I mean, do what you want. No one ever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually Rachel's idea for me to say that. Yeah, yeah. I think, could you go on Hinge? <laughs> I don't think signs that's what she your, said. Signs your wife's, uh, your marriage is in trouble when your wife's pushing you to go on sex. She said apps. you were unhinged. <laughs> Little Robin there, look. See it right there? And Chris is Robin on the bank, just in front of the bin. Oh, yeah. Hello, mate. Hello there. Hello. I was just looking at this. Good morning. The other thing, of course, is, uh, you know, it's very uh, hippie-ish, very uh, Christmas, very uh, whatever, spiritual. Yeah. But I just looked at this. Sorry, Robin, we're disturbing you now. I'm just looking at this mud right here. As you come out onto the bit of Highgate Woods, which is the sports field. Which, by the way, is theoretically, I often think of it as... The, the grimmest bit of the whole place is yeah. that mud onto the field. Yeah. I was just looking at it and I just thought to myself, I'm so glad I found running because it solved a kind of human problem. Yeah. I mean, fair enough if it's not for you and, and or in other directions, but I was one of those people when I was young. Yeah. You see that muddy ground there and you think... I don't want to, I want to go inside. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. out there. And particularly, I was thinking specifically because this is a sports field. Yeah. Just thinking of games at school. Yeah. And basically, if you found your relationship with it, if you like football or rugby. Yeah. But in the, in our heritage, football. Yeah. Then you're not going to, you're going to stop worrying about mud. Yeah. Because that's where you do what that's you do. Where, that's where the fun is. That's where it happens. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just so glad that running, and I think that in, over the years, I was already there with, with walking, you know, with hiking and stuff, is to go in in Britain. If you if you're leery about going out when the weather's not nice, you're just not going to be going out very often. Yeah, you've got to get out into it. Yeah, as as well, the funnest. As another wonderful lust character we'll miss at Christmas once said, Nana. Yeah. If in doubt, go out. Yeah. I mean, get honestly, out. that's just some of the best advice. Get out. If in doubt, go get out. out. So, so how has your running been? I haven't really, haven't really chatted about running. Well, I didn't. I didn't. It's I should be a running podcast. When we ran, 
Of course, uh, yeah. you, of course you haven't really done much. I shouldn't have run. It made me feel really yeah. ill. I didn't realise. I felt okay. Yeah. But when I got home, my body was like, that was a mistake. Right. You're ill now. Yeah. And then I was completely wiped out. I was uh, unable to do anything worthwhile for about three days. Really? And I'm still recovering. Were you, were you in bed? No, I was around and about, but just right. coughing. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. one night when I had to get up Oof. and sleep downstairs so that my wife would get a good night's sleep. Yeah. And, uh, Demoted. Yeah. Well, no, it was my idea. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she didn't say, get out! Yeah. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Look at these leaves coming down. Oh, I nearly got one. Damn it. I nearly caught a lucky leaf. Yeah. Um, so... I've got nothing to report, and I really felt, I've really had to um, reconcile myself to the fact that Health Month went so dramatically out of the window. Yes. You know, I had no intention of stopping planking five minutes a day, Health exercising four times a week. Health Month was meant to be the, faster at park be, run. be the foundation of the, right. of the resurgence, yeah. not an end in itself. And it still will be. Yeah. I mean, the other side of that is that I did that. Yeah. You know, and it worked. Yeah. So I'll do it again. Yeah, there's been but a few... I've had to work that through. I was pretty gutted. Yeah. So I've had... I've, I, I, did, I did my other podcast. Right. And yeah. that's all the running I've done since the last time I saw Right. You. What about you? I've just been double dipping every day, 10 miles a day, twice a day. Just doing this 20 miles. I've probably run about 200 miles since I last saw you. Well done. With planks as well. Nice. It's all right. I feel like I feel I'm all right. It's difficult. I'm, I'm reasonably fit. It's difficult to find your mojo this time of year. No, I, I did. I did take it upon myself to to run 12 the other morning. Yeah, at the weekend. Su- Sunday morning, yeah, which I enjoyed. What was the weather like? Um, it was cold. It was just really cold. What? But uh, <laughs> I know it's madness. Um, but it was. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, this is difficult. Ne- then, then nearly let it go. Sorry, mate. Um, Sorry, he could have stopped for us. <laughs> I'm um, not sorry. <laughs> and I was meant to. Sorry, you didn't get to drive up to that red traffic light ten seconds earlier than you would have done. And if I was going to met with manners. I was going to run the next day, but we ended up going up to see my wife's mum has just moved out. She lives in Chipping Norton. She's moving into. Is it a granny flat? I don't you know. Used to drive to Chipping Norton at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, Christmas. Chipping Norton's great at Christmas. Chipping Norton is beautiful. Yeah. And she's immediately happy there. Great. She's, she's moved at... It's not nothing to move at the age of 80, is it? No, no. Well, same as my mum. Yeah, it's a, it's a big move. It's a big choice to make, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be happy now. I'm going to do exactly... I don't know what that flag is. Yeah. But we've saluted it. Yeah. We've joined up now. Um, and, yeah, she's, she's moved from a three-storey sort of townhouse in Laban to a... One floor flat in Chipping Norton, but it's beautiful, and she's already made some mates. And, so, uh, what was the last thing you said? Well, she's already made some mates. Great. And uh, she's not missing Laban at all. That's great. And, well, uh, that's the upside, isn't it? When you make that bold choice. Yeah. I think that you know, you know, it's the right thing. Yeah. So, uh, so we helped. Sort this of is what people say. People say, "Should have done this years ago." Move things. Yeah, we, we sort of move things around for. Got the telly working, just bits and bobs. That's pretty important. And, uh, yeah, you got to have the telly working. And then, and then left you put the holiday. He said, "Watch this." Yeah, it's underrated. And left her a lot happier than when we arrived, which is yeah. great. But That's it sort great. of took up the day, you know. So. Yeah. Half a day running. 
Yeah. Half day in Chipping Norton. Half he day felt, watching a holiday. He felt a bit early to be ramping back into the longish runs. Yeah. But it's just, just got to be done, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's funny, there's been a couple of people, members of the community, yeah. on Facebook saying they've yet to rediscover their mojo post-York Marathon. Yeah. And just sort of have hardly run and little yeah. bits of injury and stuff. And, and, you can and see it, it can be difficult. Yeah, yeah, and of course, technically that was a while ago. But that's what we talked about earlier on. Just respect the year. Yeah. You know, you just got to... I just think it's going to be really difficult to think of this as a uh, as a time to really uh, go great guns. Yeah, well, I mean, I it's think like that society, the weather, your body, yeah. everything's going to fight you on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes you two or three weeks to physically recover from a marathon yeah. anyway. Yeah. And then you're in mid-November. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it, but just don't worry about it. But Yeah, you know, yeah. I really, uh, I haven't got a place in the Brighton Marathon yet. Right. I really want to do it, which is, you know, that's... that's. Uh, when is that then? Pardon my ignorance. When is that? No, that's okay. It's, it's, an, it's early April. Right. So it's the first of the, uh, of the April City 3. Yeah. I think it goes Brighton, Manchester, London. Yeah. Or it does most years. Right. And, um, and that kind of, on the one hand, I feel like I've fallen into doing the Brighton Marathon. But on the other hand, I feel like I can make something of that, of having done it. Yeah. Of going back to it, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, knowing yeah. it and find, working on the relationship with it. Slippy, slippy, slippy. So what I'm doing in a funny kind of way is, and this ties in with oh. getting a, are you okay? Oh my goodness, how many things have we found? Is there a number on that? This is keys. One, three, nine, eight. Yeah, there is a number, but I've got no That's idea what it code, refers to. It? On the top of the post? Yeah. Avez-vous le clay? We found a rucksack today. We Hardu, found some keys. How do you tap at Nickel? Yeah. We've hung them up. Oh. Um, Parkland, what is the local nature of Slow down. Cyclists and runners should give pedestrians priority. We need to slow down, Rob, because we're going so fast. Picture of that sign. We're running so fast. Morning, Magpie. Look it's at causing a kerfuffle. Ooh, ha, ha, I think the person he, who um, he, ha, 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 told ha, 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 ha. cyclists and runners to slow down because pedestrians have priority has forgotten that runners are pedestrians. Yes. yes. Um, I get it, but get still, it, but think about on. it. I could get a Venn diagram out for you. Look at those trees there. Just at the top. I hardly, I hardly think our, you know, eight kilometre an hour pace is too distressing for pedestrians to witness. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, doesn't seem to be anyone it's else. Quite a narcissistic <laughs> take, Paul. I have seen faster runners than us. Here. Yes, faster <laughs> runners do exist. It's been known. Yeah, in my time, I've yeah, show offs. Tried really hard to yeah. stay with them. <laughs> yeah. That won't be happening today. Yeah. Do you remember when we came here and the sign was "Lost Snake"? I wonder if they ever found it. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. At this time of year, we think of all the snakes we've lost. We do, yes. Do you remember Hissy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what are you saying about we were in the middle of something? Sorry, it's very important to say. Tony forgot. If he doesn't know, who does? <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, so I, the Brighton Marathon. Yes. Obviously, part of the um, not having a place is tied in with the looking for a why. Right. Because it'd be nice to... When you say you don't have a place, have you asked for a place? I haven't asked for a place. Right. I'd quite like to get in touch with the marathon organisers and see if there's a bit of running commentary left down a there. A bit of leeway. But yeah. equally, every marathon is a great opportunity to do some... Uh, uh, fundraising for charity. Yes, yes. And uh, I just, I think I'm quite enjoying this whole, I'm just trying to get, build a spiritual relationship with the idea. Yeah. So that as discussed, I think after Christmas, that would just be a really healthy thing for me to train for. Yeah, I think, it, I think. Which is the first, a, that's nice. Give you a little. Talking of coming back from York, you know, towards the end of the Yorkshire Marathon, I was like, I'm losing it. I've got old. I can't run my marathons anymore. Yeah. And I think I feel, I don't know, I feel like I could do it now. Yeah. Despite the fact that I thought, I'd, I said I'd go 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon. Instead, I've done a month of 5Ks. Yeah. About to blow out a 10K marathon. Yeah. It's yeah. not quite the same curve. So you're thinking of not running a 10K tomorrow? I just think that... Because you're not quite back yet, are you? Why, why would you do it? Exactly. That's the question. I this is the recovery run, place, isn't it? Yeah. But I don't, I'm not well enough to... Um, to get to, to get to get my uh, speed up that much, yeah, it would just make me cough. Yeah, certainly not going to trouble my PB. Not that that's the be all and end all, but no, but it's, it's a speed training. But if, but if you're running, that's if what I'm there for, you know. If you're running a 10k, you want to race it. If yeah, but then I could go the other way and say, let it go, go and run it in the darkness. Complete yeah. that story just of the for the fun of it. Evening yeah. runs 2023. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a lovely little counterpoint to doing it in the summer. You never regret a run. See how you feel, innit? Yeah. After today, yeah. Uh, also, I think if I do do it, my wife will buy me a pizza. Oh. You know. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Suddenly seems a bit a tad more attractive. Yeah. Hey, that's my wife you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I was talking about pizza. I'm, uh, I'm sort of deliberating what charity to run MDS for because yeah. obviously it's a fundraising opportunity and I'm not historically I haven't been great at fundraising yeah um, sorry don't you mean yeah no no I haven't I haven't been but <laughs> I, I mean I, I know what you mean not yeah no, you're terrible I, I think that's I think that's a bit of a hangover just from I didn't associate we've talked about it before but I'm not going to labour it with it I didn't associate running with charity yeah yeah exactly whereas uh, that's where it began for me but there's no I, I really ought to run for charity but there's no excuse all really. the time it's, a bit, money. it's a bit sort of lazy well particularly but, but, the public eye but I think MDS is a big obviously a big opportunity so I need to have a little think about it but so. I would also say you know that it's alright because the time when most useful fundraising happens is in the moment yeah so you can think about it for a long time if you say, right, this is what I'm doing this weekend, that topicality is great, you know? Yeah. People like it, like, and they respond to that. So. I was thinking of running it for... A couple of old ladies reached out saying that their personal space was invaded earlier this week oh, on the towpath. The towpath <laughs> 2. They're looking for some kind of structure. Hello, mate. I really want to... I really want to chat to that guy. Yeah, do you know? Because... No. I see. Because he... He's one of those guys. I want to chat to him in association with my book. He's one of those guys who just runs around constantly in in everyday clothes. Right. So he doesn't wear. He doesn't look like he's. There's no shorts. There's no tracksuit bottoms. You just see him running constantly in sort of like 
just stuff that you'd wear. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I'm always fascinated by those people. What's weird is how um, geographical these things are. I've never really felt disapproved of by people with dogs while I'm running, yeah. except in Highgate Woods. Right, yeah. And I've never, ever seen people running in normal clothes, yeah. except on the park and walk. Right. But right. here, you see that reasonably often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. I think it's great. Nothing wrong with it. But I'm still quite fascinated by it. You know, just it just seems like a guy who's who has to run. I, I'd be surprised if he runs races. Yeah. There's just something about his demeanour that's just like, I see him running a lot, quite slowly, but a lot. Yeah. And I just find <coughs> it fascinating. It's probably some element of... Mysterious character. And I, I, I toy with this idea myself in life of just liking running and being so much part of your day that you're basically in your running clothes when you're not running and in your normal yeah, you clothes just, when you are running, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's that sort of... That childlike thing, isn't it, where if you needed to get somewhere, you just run. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, and people like Gavin Evans does that, you know, yeah, yeah. obviously at a very high level, but he does like three, four training runs a week, and then yeah. just also runs everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I do get really fit doing that. Running home from where, where you're running to what you're doing as well, I think it, it runs deeper, it makes you, it changes the relationship with the running. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the first time I came across that was when I did the uh, Royal Parks um, half. Yeah. And uh, I think Sophie Raworth was training for a, a marathon. It might have been when she did. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, she was doing a marathon. I reckon it was probably quite soon after. Do you know what I mean? Might right. be New York, as I was going to say. So three weeks later, whatever. Anyway. And she ran that? She just ran to the start line. Yeah. Which would make her run about 21. Yeah. With a full-on committed half marathon Yeah. at the last 13 miles of that. I mean, it just, aside yeah, from being people, a really good training run, I've seen people it's just going to change everything, change yeah. the whole way you think about it. Yeah. Really good. And I used to, the long run to the park run was born in uh, Manchester. I was doing Where we Manchester stayed in the hotel. Store. Yeah. And I used to run my normal Manchester run, which was seven, out to Salford and back along the river, then down to Platt Fields, yeah. which is another two and a half. Yeah. And then do the park run. So you've done that. So as fast as I could. Yeah. That's a, that's a 12 mile run right there. Yeah. And yeah. I did that quite often. Yeah. And now, when it's time for park run, and I consider that I might try and, even if I am coming up on a marathon, that I might try and put in an hour and a half's running to get there. Well, yeah. Put it this way, I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> For the birds. Yeah. Yes. So you're going to run on Christmas Day? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably go just, out for a little trot. Just once, not twice. Yeah. Probably, I'll probably resist double dipping on Christmas Day. I've got a church service at 10. Yeah. And I'll probably have a little run at some point. Because I've got a gig boxing day, of course, which is highly unusual. Well, that's the song, isn't it? It's so, Brian Adams' song. I'm going I'm to run to church. Because yeah. <laughs> when the feeling's right, I'm going to climb the birch. I'm going to run to church. gig on boxing day. <laughs> Um, what, an what about the Christmas run? meals? Have you planned the Christmas meals? Not as yet, no. It's oh, going to be... Yeah, that's a mistake. We've planned Yeah, that, yeah. It? It's going to be... Uh, well, it's, it's going to be interesting to see whether how committed my wife is to pescatarianism. Yeah. Because obviously there's going to be a lot of meat flying around. Right. So, uh, 
Could we you go salmon crazy? We haven't answered that yet. yet. There might be a bit of salmon for her, but for us not to put turkey out would cause riots yep. at Ella. The place, would end, the place would end up a flame. Yeah, but you could cook turkey without eating it. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a bit of a meat fest. It's not getting around it. Oh, I see. Ooh, <laughs> what? That's what you're really saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Oh, well, look. Never mind, uh, Saint Nicholas, old Santa Claus. Let's say hello to the. This is it. When you come to the park and walk, people always say, "Did you see the whatever the hell it's called?" So, yes, yes. Here the bloke. The bloke. Did you see the bloke? Did you see there? the bloke there? Up that's on a really nice kind of bit of a. The bloke there. Garland. Up, up on the wall there. What is it called? I can't remember. Um, oh, well, we're having a peanut needle on the on the Christmas Eve when we get back from Matthew Bourne's. You're Edison having a hands. you're having a peanut peanut noodle. It's All like right, a satay nice. noodle. It's our favourite. Nice. Currently, Hello, family favourite. But also good because it's uh, uh, leaves other options open. Right. Like in terms of eating potatoes and stuff. Right. Then it'll be uh, champagne brunch. Lovely. Yeah. And then it'll be uh, full on roast um, with uh, with. Uh, I don't, obviously, three of us are vegan anyway, but there'll be there'll be vegan cheese. Nice. And I'll nice. have to discuss the uh, homecoming omnivore whether whether he's happy to just go cheese or whether I'll be uh, doing a little bit of a, a bit of a uh, vegan challenging roasting. And then uh, I had a really good idea for Boxing Day as well. Anyway, I can't remember what it is, but I've written it down. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be get, very get, nice. Get the plans in. What a lovely time of year. What a great to go out for a run. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, splashing around this morning. As you say, a Merry Christmas to uh, ev to everyone, wherever you're at. Merry your Christmas, story one is. and all. Run on without running on too hard. We'll, we'll worry about, you know, we'll, we'll be doing... Share, you, share with us your Christmas runs, what you've been doing, yeah. your, your, your approach to the season of goodwill. Yeah, that's right. And uh, thanks for a lovely... Well, we, we got more. We'll be talking to you more for the end of the year. Oh, yeah, this isn't the end of year. This isn't the end of year review. This isn't oh, my no, God. No. No, that's that's, that's, that's got to come, though. Oh, oh, look, we found God. something else. Look, we found a hat. Oh, God. We found a hat, a rucksack, and some keys. Get in touch. If only there were more of us, we could stand next to all these things. Oh, with little ears. Oh, it's, so it's not just It's not just any old hat. It's an M&S hat. Yeah. What a sad story. Why, thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now for ad-free listening and more. Happy running. Love you. Kiss, kiss.